Christmas party podcast coming to you in the middle of a self-imposed quarantine. I would like to apologize in advance for this next bit. It's a song parody, COVID-19, but you sing it to Come On Eileen. COVID-19, oh, I swear what he means. I need paper to wipe my butt. It's COVID-19, social distance. Okay, I don't have it all worked out, but that's the idea. Someone should be all over Facebook with that. We are, we're doing a Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't stand that song. I can't stand that song. Uh, never liked it ever, but it's just, it's one of those earworms. That's why I apologized. I had to apologize right out the gate because now you can't stop seeing the video. That's why I'm jealous of the young people. They've never seen that video. Those dirty losers in their old overalls. Come on, Eileen. Oh, see, now it's in, now it's in my head. Okay. Uh, we you got earwormed t- yourself. That's I, awesome. It's the worst. It's the worst. And it happens <laughs> all the time. It happens all the time. So uh, here's what I don't want to do. Here's what I don't want to do today. I guess I'm going to be a negative Nancy. Uh, I don't want to do like any uh, self-quarantine uh, tips. I don't, I don't, I don't want any of that business. Now watch, I'll do it. But like, if you don't know about social distancing at this point. If you don't know to stay like six feet away from people, I I don't know where else you're going to get it. I don't know where else. These poor people on the news, they've got to be going bonkers. Because like, you know, we're, we're laughing that I just like earwormed myself. But can you imagine having to be on camera every day saying the same thing over and over and over again and trying to t- put a new spin on it and trying to sound interesting. And yes, we have to flatten the curve and you have to have social distancing. And they say that non-essential blah, 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 can't go into work and bang, bang, bang. It's, it's just, I guess I get bored easy and I'm already, I'm already bored with it. I'm already bored with it. So I'm going to ask you now, how are you hanging in? Are you staying busy? Are you staying sane, Gypsy? I am staying sane. Um, I'm riding my bicycle for 12 to 15 miles a day. So that takes up a chunk of, you know, hour and a half, hour and yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Um, so during that period of time, I am practicing what I call my social distancing because I'm in an open air park and so I don't get close to anyone. Um, I'm also practicing my social media distancing because I've made a lot of people very angry and um, especially okay. Chinese troll bots um, and people who love Rachel Maddow. Um that's neither here nor there. And I'm also practicing my corporate media distancing. So what I do daily now is I actually watch the task force presser so yeah. that I know what's going on. And then I shut everything off. I don't Here's... listen to the reporter's questions. I, yeah. don't, I don't listen to analysis because these people are speaking English and I can understand them. So I don't really need somebody else to tell me what they said. Dig it, dig it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm doing the, the the pressers as well, and it just bums me out at this point. It just bums me out that people are still trying to score 
points off of this, like political points off of this. Some people are, are being cooler about it than others. But like when that uh, and I don't even part it's I'm going to call it that malaria drug or the, the combination of the malaria drug, the one that has shown promise. OK, I don't think I don't think anybody's going to dispute that. It shows there's something there. It's worth investigating. So right. uh, Trump goes up there and he's like, hey, you know, this looks promising. We're going to ask the uh, FDA to fast track that. And I'm like, OK, that's cool. That's cool. And then that douche from uh, NBC is like, you're offering people false hope and blah, blah, blah. I was glad when Trump like gave him the smackdown. That was awesome. However, somebody, and it was making the rounds uh, on Twitter and on the Facebook, they're like, hey, you have to be very careful with this. Just two grams can kill you. Just two grams can kill you. That was MSN. (laughs) It was MSN news. Yeah. Can't like two grams of almost anything kill you? Can't, like, um, a gallon of water in an hour can kill you. Tylenol can kill you. <laughs> and seriously, are you? So uh, you're I, you're an MSN reporter. You're an MSN reporter, and your grandmother, uh-huh. who's uh, 82 years old, she's uh, yeah. laying in a in a hospital bed. She's struggling to breathe. Uh, she's not responding well to the ventilator. And the doctor's like, well, hey, we were thinking about giving her this uh, combination of malaria drugs. Are you going to stop him? Are you going to say, hey, 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 hold on. <laughs> Two grams could kill you. Or are you going to go give her that pill as fast as you can? Right. And nobody's going to give somebody two grams. So it's kind of yeah. like um, whatever. And and here's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. This drug has been in use for 80 80- Years. Its safety is not in question, and if you've ever listened to a pharmaceutical ad on TV, the list of potential side effects should not shock you. Yeah. Like, they're all disclaimers, and if it happens in something like 0.5% of the population, they have to disclose it. People react yes. differently to different medications. This is something we know. Like, I can't take sulfa drugs. I'm allergic to them. Really? Most people can yeah. Hmm. Yep. My dad can't take penicillin. He's allergic to it, so they have to give him a different antibiotic. People react yeah. differently to different stuff. And even when you look at blood pressure medication and um, things like cholesterol-lowering drugs, um, antidepressants, yeah. people yeah. react differently to different formulations. That's just the way it is. I don't know how many bad comedians I've I've had to watch their set because they were going on before me and they were doing the side effect bit. It's one of the most overused, hacky bits, you know, may cause anal leakage. Hey, you guys, if I'm going to have anal leakage, you know, maybe I can live with the hair loss. Yeah, that's it's always the it's it's always the bit. Yes, there's always side effects. And and uh, I'm I'm like fast track it all, fast track it all. I'm I'm already. We're like what a week into it. We're a week into it, and I'm already, <laughs> I'm already ready to be. I just I like I want it and be done. I I was jealous of Tom Hanks a week ago. I was jealous of Tom Hanks a week ago, and now I'm even Did more. Did you know jealous. you're gonna catch it? Yes, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. I just want it to be done. Like the anxiety I'm not is taking always the inevitable. Say what? I'm not taking the inevitable. 
Okay. Like, I, I don't think it's inevitable. I, I'm, I'm a believer right now as of, as of this moment in space time, and I reserve the rights to go back on my belief. But right now, I think you're going to have three waves of this thing. They're trying to blunt the first wave to make sure that they have plenty of mm-hmm. beds and ventilators and blah, 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 blah. Then they're going to tell everybody, okay, go back to work. Then there's going to be a big second wave. They're going to have a lovely summer, and then we're going to have a giant third wave in the fall. Skadoosh. So I would rather have it now. Well, here's what I'm hoping. Okay. I agree with you on the general pattern. I do. Not disputing it. Um, I have the advantage of working from home, though. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to go back to work. Um, but I have a lot of hope that Trump is going to continue to pressure the FDA to get rid of some of their more ridiculous um, red tape. And so I'm actually hoping, I know they've said from the first human trial to if it's, you know, effective to distribution, that it's going to be a year. I'm hoping we can maybe back that up three, three and a half months to see um, if we can get ahead with a vaccine because they've already started putting some of these vaccines into production in anticipation of them being effective. So I'm kind of hoping we can blunt that third wave by getting a little more government red tape out of the way. I think that's that's I think that's realistic. I I, I really do. And I I don't think that like as of yet we've fully seen like the the wheels of government go slow. The the but once the engine is fired up, and the only thing I you can look back on is like World War Two, right? Like Pearl Harbor. Oh, they'll never be able to you know, rebuild their fleet that fast. And then once everything got fired up, we were churning it out. And that's, oh, yeah. I, I certainly am not saying that this is uh, as bad as World War II. Don't twist it, man. Don't twist it. I'm just saying people are fired up. There's, you know, companies are like, hey, we'll do hand sanitizer. I think the, uh, the car companies uh, yesterday uh, announced that, hey, they're going to make more ventilators. And so we're America. We're awesome. We'll handle it. I'm just already, I'm just already bored by the whole thing. And like, I was watching, I was watching some video, uh, you know, you go through Twitter and, and everybody's mad at all the kids out on spring break, you know, cause the kids, you're a kid and you think you're invincible. And then even on the news, they're saying, yeah, young people aren't really at risk. It's old people. So a bunch of kids went down to uh spring break and all the old people are like, they're going to kill us all, you know, and just. I'm like, eh, you know, you, I can't, I, I wish they hadn't have done it. I wish they hadn't have done it, but you're like, eh, you know, you're a kid. I, I tell you, if it was my kid, I'm like, you're in quarantine, bro. You're not, <laughs> and then. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. However, you yeah. see what some of these kids are doing, and uh, I, I didn't even know this was, uh, this was a thing or if it was even possible. It was almost like a human centipede. It was two girls and a dude on the beach, and they're all, like, on their hands and knees. And what you do is you put your face in the butt crack of the person in front of you, and then in one hand you have a beer, 
and then you you pour the beer down down the person's you're literally drinking beer out of the person in front of you's butt crack and i'm like okay i'm a pretty cool dude but like i don't think that's a good idea i don't think that's probably i don't the think that's a good thing. idea absent covid right you don't want to do that with beer you want to do champagne something classy oh god <laughs> ah but i'm just ah. like uh, uh, it was too funny and like of course i look like a complete crazy person i must sound like a crazy person to my neighbors because it's like quiet in in my my little new york apartment as i'm like writing stuff for the website or i'm you know watching videos or i'm writing or whatever I was just howling. I was just because, like, the instant I'm like, oh, I can kind of forgive these kids, and not all kids are stupid. And, and there's like this human centipede, but beer drinking. Oh, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Oh, well, Lord. I hope they're okay. They, I mean, the, the young people are getting it. The young people, I say to you, right there, Gypsy. I've heard reports of some young, some dude, I think he's from Canada. He's like 20-something. He got it. He, Oh, my gosh. This is another funny one. This is another funny one. So this kid from Toronto, I think, he goes down to Florida on spring break, and he got the uh, he got the Chinese Wuhan. He got the COVID-19. Oh, uh, so and, and he, the headline is, uh, you know, young spring breaker gets COVID-19, says it's the most painful experience of his life so of course that's like clickbait city like i have to read that right because it's the most painful experience of his life and i'm thinking no, he's this never is had pain before uh, that is exactly right turns out he's a big <laughs> puss like he goes on to describe the horrifying pain and then like at the bottom of the article he said he almost passed out from the pain of the swab of the nasal swab. And I'm like, dude, if you can if you can't handle that, I was like, okay, they need to take this off the internet. They can't take this kid has no idea of like something that really hurts. Something like really hurts. I'm not going to like deep deep pain, but I will tell you, I have had my nasal passage swabbed for a flu test. It it's not comfortable. Oh, but I, it's I not painful. It's... Right? Right? My, uh, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, ugh. I, when you've had real pain, uh, come and talk to me. And all, all the ladies, all the lady listeners are here like, I gave birth to a baby. You have no idea what pain is. No, I, I don't. And I, there, I have a bit in my act about that. Get the epidural. Get the epidural. Okay, we have so much more show, uh, everybody. There's so much show coming up. You know I'm going to chime in on the uh, celebrities singing Imagine. And you know I gotta tell you about the new Kevin James video that, uh, that, that, that we did the other day, put up on the YouTubes. We gotta talk about, oh, so much other stuff. Oh my gosh, uh, truckers and, and the unforeseen upside. The unforeseen upside, this is why you wanna stick around. There is an upside, there's many, many upsides to this whole thing. Stick around. We'll be right back. As a small business owner, you deserve more. 
more confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers, people who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more, and that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a 100 years. So when unusual storms, fallen debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store. COVID-19 toilet paper I need. Yes, I wasn't done. I wasn't done. <laughs> I rickrolled Thankfully, ya. that's not an earworm for me. I rickrolled you. <laughs> oh, uh, hopefully by the end of, of the show, I will totally have gotten you. All right, so uh, over the break, you had, you've got a couple more things about this kid who can't, who doesn't deal well with pain. This little crybaby. I almost passed out from the nasal swab. But I mean, all I was gonna say is, isn't it kind of good that they're publicizing this young man's horrific experience so that other people his age can read it and go, oh my god, I don't want that. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Because those I, of us with a little more experience will laugh at him, but for the people in his age group, it'd be, oh my God, that's terrible. I don't want, okay, I'll stay in. I'll stay in. And I also guys. just think it's kind of um, interesting. Like, could you move spring break to where there's less old people? Hmm. I, th- I, I don't, I don't know where they could move it are there what What are the best places for spring break and old people like you got to give old people the sun old people florida that's 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 their jam you know uh and i don't blame them yeah i was thinking gulf gulf side maybe san antonio oh this is this is perfect this is perfect uh gimlet i'm watching uh fox news and uh john rich who's on he's got a show on fox nation he he was on doing so he was down on the alabama uh coast you know the redneck mm-hmm. riviera and and i don't know the exact boundaries of the redneck riviera but that looked awesome that looked awesome and of course it's john rich he's doing all right he's got this he's sitting on the porch of this giant beach house and just talking about we're all holed up here you know i've just been We've been doing puzzles. I've been playing the guitar, and we just want to raise some money. I mean, that dude, <clears throat> first of all, seems like a very good dude. Him and a bunch of other bar owners are oh, yeah. raising money uh, to for their employees and all that good stuff. Money always rears its its ugly head. And this is a this is another great little accidental segue. Uh, a friend of mine, she's a, a fantastic. A uh, human being, just a, a high quality human being. <clears throat> she has a friend in Nashville who's a uh, singer songwriter, and uh, she made the introductions. We had a little phone call 
early last week and she had this great idea of, you know, let's do concerts. Uh, you know, we can just do these unplugged concerts from home uh, and, and entertain people and people can donate money because, you know, ever everyone's canceling shows. Everything everything's canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not like Nashville has some special spot, but literally, I mean, my, my, my buddies out there on the road as comedians, everybody's hurting. Everybody's hurting. Uh, so I'm like, that's a great idea. You know, do shows from, do shows on Facebook and everybody can do unplugged shows and we'll raise money da, da, da. and man, the cat is out of the bag on that one. The cat is out of the bag. On, everyone's doing a show. Everyone is doing uh, a Facebook live. I saw a thing this morning on, uh, on CBS Sunday morning, friggin' uh, Jim Gaffigan. If you know the comedian Jim Gaffigan, you know, Hot Pockets, that that mm-hmm. guy. That dude is broadcasting his family dinners as a show on what? Facebook. I, I'm seriously, seriously. Now he's got a he's got a really good gig. Gaffigan's been around the block. He's a funny, funny dude. I'm not gonna say anything bad about uh, Gaffigan's abilities as a stand-up and how funny he is, but he's got that gig. Normally, he tours the nation. I'm sure his tour has been put on hold, but he's doing okay. He's a best-selling author. He's got a, a, a full-time gig or a part-time gig on CBS Sunday morning, so he's making bank off of that. He had his own TV show a while back, went for two seasons. He's doing okay. Why in the world? And to me, that's just like, <clears throat> granted, it's his choice. He can do it, and people can watch it. They can't watch, and and, and it's just unsavory to me. It's like, why... What what is up with that? It just I, I find it uh, I guess unsavory is the is the best word. It just seems tacky. Oh. Like every night, every night you're broadcasting. You're like who who are you? <laughs> I just like I don't know. I don't know. I didn't I didn't well, respond to it. Oh, no. and here's another one, just really quickly, and then then I want you to chime in. Bobby Flay, Bobby Flay. Uh, is like, I, I I don't want to hear, I I really I don't want to hear from celebrities in this moment in time. I really don't about how they're handling it, about what they're doing. Bobby Flay is on CBS Sunday Morning, and this first of all, I'm not a big Bobby Flay fan. I, th- I I've never met the guy. Uh, anyway, I think it's much ado, whatever his abilities as a chef. I don't care. I will go full Anthony Bourdain here, but like. He's he's on CBS Sunday morning and, and, and he's like, don't worry about me. I, and I'm like, I wasn't. I never was. He's like, I'll be back there. I'll be back doing the Iron Chef stuff. I'll be slinging my knives and doing great recipes. But we need right now we need social distancing. I'm going to be OK. And I'm like, I, I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I was never worried about you at all. I was never worried. Anybody? Once. No, it's just. Oh, it's I, I, I find I need a better word. I don't use enough words. That's my problem. You were going to chime in and you, you, you should chime in now before I go the F off on uh, Gal Gadot well, and her merry band like, of idiots. I that broke my heart that she led that thing off. I'm telling you. But um, anyway, I, all I was going to say is for some segments of society the family dinner is an unusual thing not for like normies like you and me right but like sitting down for dinner would be like weird 
Yes. So maybe he thinks it it's novel when most of us are looking at it going, yeah, and? You know what? I, I just it's weird. A, just a thought. I bet I bet the Gaffigan family does it all the time. Probably Jim misses okay. a lot of them because he's on the road. Uh, but like, dude, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. And that's like an intimate thing. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what? what what's the? What are you gonna reach across? Hey, kid, we're on camera. Stop it. Put eat your vegetables. We're on. We're on camera. The nation is watching. Like, what, what is the upside to that? Is that a good like, example? And then, like, because seriously, he's a comedian. He's a performer. Is he going to, like, come up with bits? Oh, here's what I'll do. I'll wait. I'll ask Jenny to pass me the baked potatoes, and then I'll do my baked potato bit. And then your kids have to endure that? Like, stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, the imagine thing. The imagine thing. Like dad jokes in hell. Yes. Yes. And then, and then, do they do, like, notes? Is there a note session after the broadcast? Do you go, hey, listen, uh, kids, the way, the way you're coming out with the green beans, that isn't going to cut it. We need, you gotta, you're going to have to do a lot better with the way you pass. And uh, little, little Ebby, I saw you wipe your nose. We're trying to set an example. If you want to be in tomorrow night's show, you better, like, you're recasting the children. Kids are getting fired. God. Ah, so, okay, so the thing that really started this off, and this is, and this is just me bitching about it, is, though, and I'm, hopefully you guys have seen it, it's, it's Imagine by John Lennon, and it was sung by a bunch of celebrities, and I just wanted to lose my mind, I just wanted to lose my mind, it is, and this, and this goes to politics, and this goes to our culture, and this goes to the world we live in, these people, I firmly believe, had the best of intentions. I firmly believe they had the best of intentions. Now, evidently, this happened in Italy. And I think it happened because Italy, they're doing this thing. And, and God bless them. They, they're all on lockdown. Italy's getting clobbered. They're all on lockdown. But, like, people are getting out on their patios when, as the sun goes down uh, and they start to sing. And, and I, I don't know how they work it out or who wins or who loses or hopefully – uh, you're into whatever everybody's singing, but some guy with a trumpet uh, came out and did uh, "Imagine" by by John Lennon. Okay, so this is so they've been doing this for days and days and days, and finally they get to the point where they do "Imagine" by John Lennon, uh, which is I cannot stand that song. They ran I out of song. Yeah, they ran out of tunes. So finally goes, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll they cover ran out of tunes, and that right? was the only one left, other than they, "Stairway to Heaven." They were getting. The guy's like, I just can't do Stairway to Heaven. It's just a long song. I can't do the whole thing. How about I do Imagine? Right. So, right. So, I'll forgive him that. <laughs> and I'm not a fan of Imagine, the communist national anthem. I, I just, it's, it's right. beyond childish. Oh, godless too. Yes, it's it's and it's beyond naive and and all that stuff. And I would say this to John Lennon's face, and I would say it to Yoko's face. I would say, like this. None of this stuff am I hiding from anybody. That song is horrible. It's horrible. I love the melody. The lyrics are garbage. So uh, Gal yep. Gadot, Natalie Portman, and a a bunch of other big stars. Uh, some chick from Saturday Night Live. They all they all. Uh, they're singing Imagine by John Lennon. It cuts from one celebrity to the next. And you just want to uh, reach into the screen and grab them by their shirt collar and shake them and and, and go, stop it. 
You're not worried. You're not worried. You're you're freaking Gal Gadot. You are sitting in a multi-million dollar mansion. You are not worried about money. You are not worried about groceries. You're not worried about your security. And if something does go wrong, you've got the money to get the finest medical care ever. Shut up. Just, you're going to have to sit this one out. Now, I'm sure they had the best of intentions, and we're going to help the world. This is this. They just don't see reality the same way we do. It's just a different reality. There was, uh, I think it was a Seinfeld where somebody was like uh, going through life being extremely good looking and life was just different. Their reality was different. It was a hilarious episode. That's what it's like for all these people singing Imagine. Their reality is different. And when people look to like celebrities of that ilk, for those people to have answers to political problems, Stop, stop. And it's like through it's through no fault of their own. It's like they've been conditioned. They're like they're like uh mice that just get food for doing nothing. Other mice have to press a blue button, other mice have to run a maze. That's the mice we are. But those are movie mice and they just get money for for nothing. So of course they think it's the world is a wonderful, gentle place, and they oh, we should sing this song and it'll make the world feel better. Shut up. That's why I can't stand it when they give political advice. When they have, oh, here's who you should vote for. Shut up. We're not in the same reality. We're not in the same reality. Whew, that felt good. And you can feel free to give away as much of your money as you would like to. Exactly. You can write as big a check to the government as you see fit. Yes. I'm fine with it. You can go apply for a job making medical masks you can go apply for a job like go, go do something do something i just so they get all bothers, these go ahead what bothers me about it is that they think we look to them to comfort us mm-hmm. like yes what is that even about if i'm looking for comfort or support i'm looking to my friends i'm looking to my family um <laughs> i'm not looking to actors and actresses who literally hate everything I believe in and are very public about it. Right. And and I'm not looking I'm no. not looking to Gal Gadot to tell me everything's gonna be okay. If anything, I'm looking for Gal Gadot to go on spring break with me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> are you just putting that one together? That's a good one. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Well, that is so our funny. good friend. You know our good friend uh, Martini Shark, right, Brad? Yes, yes. A, a host for some pretty interesting entertainment shows here on the KLRNs where we broadcast. Um, he came up with a star that actually could help in these trying times. Go for it. Uh, there's a, a show on, I believe it's the Food Network, called Guy's Grocery Games with Guy Fieri. And he figures with the state of our current grocery stores and hoarding. There could be some pretty interesting episodes made because he makes them go get five ingredients and make something amazing. He gives them five ingredients and they had to go buy all the other stuff to make yeah. something with. So, you know, now we would have like Beyond Beef and frozen guava and like just really random stuff because all the normal stuff is gone. Well, that's that's I will take one aspect of that. When there used to be an, yeah. a grocery, there used to be a grocery store game show where you'd get in a cart 
and then you only had like so many minutes to grab all the groceries that you needed and whoever got the most yeah. stuff was the winner. That's how it needs to be now without the whoever gets the most stuff. But just like people need to be going. Anybody who's lollygagging in a grocery store. And then this occurred to me. This occurred to me the other day. Uh, and then I want to then I want to talk about truckers. I want to talk about the upside. That might be more in, in, in our in our third segment because I want to I want to spend some time on it because it is wonderful. This occurred to me. I'm in New York and they've, they've, they're like, hey, please don't leave the house. You'll get in trouble if you leave the house. You're allowed to go out and exercise and you're allowed to go to the grocery store. Other than that, don't go. Now, that's wonderful in theory, but like people are going to start going to the grocery store because they're bored. You know, like, oh, yeah. I guess I could go get another package of flour. Oh, looks like we're running low on this. I'll just get up and get out of the house. It's like, hey, I think we should extend the hours <clears throat> for the elderly folks. Uh, you know, I know Target and some of the other grocery stores are doing that. Extend those hours uh, and, and make sure the – and for the love of, of the sweet Lord, stop hoarding. Don't go to the grocery store if you're bored, and, and don't hoard. For crying out loud, my heart – there was a, and it's going to become like a trope soon, but there's like, I've seen a couple of pictures on the internet where it's just like this, like this super old person in like the toilet paper aisle and they're just hunched over and they have this look on their face. Like, what do I do? And that, that, that to me is heartbreaking. That is the, that is the heartbreak of all of this. If you're hoarding, stop. Of all of you people buying too much toilet paper, stop. Yeah. And I'm just and, confused. I'm confused by the pattern of the entire thing. Go ahead. Because every, everybody's buying perishables. People, if you're going to hoard food, you want the stuff that's going to last a while, number one. Yeah. And number two, I have two predictions. Two predictions. Predict Nine months away. From now, we're going to see a baby boom. And yes. everybody's going to have to lose 20 pounds by the end of the month. <laughs> they bought all this food and they gotta freaking eat it. I am uh I'm I'm very fortunate that the the show that I'm writing on uh over at the studio, we're well taken care of as writers. We're well taken care of. That we have a, a wonderful uh production assistant uh and this kid just like always stocks up on the snacks that we like and, and we always have plenty. We've always had plenty. And so when <clears throat> excuse me, when Netflix is like, hey, you guys are going to take a knee for a couple of weeks, uh, my man Terrence, big shout out to Terrence, doing a great job over there at Netflix. He comes to me at the end of the day, he's like, hey, uh, you know, Loftus, this stuff, you might as well take it. So I'm like, oh, what a, what a, what a great... So he's offering all this stuff to all the writers, and people are bugging out, and they're trying to get you know home, and they're getting to other places... Uh, and, and I had other plans. Ha ha ha. Sneaky plans. So I came home with like two grocery bags and it's like embarrassing. I have, I have, uh, several bags of chocolate chip cookies. I have chocolate covered pretzels. I have chocolate covered graham crackers. I have uh, chocolate dipped in chocolate. I have like so much, I have so many snacks. It's Weren't it's you crazy. Like going into some kind of health kick right before all this went down. Well, it's uh, not not really. And and now I'm just <laughs> riding the quarantine wave. I'm riding the quarantine. 
I'm like, at some point, I will need a salad. <laughs> I actually broke down. Like a vegetable, maybe one? Right? I think. You don't even need a whole bowl of them. Day. Just like maybe a carrot. Right? Maybe a How carrot. I tell you, at this point, if I opened up a can of green beans, I think I'd faint. Like, as the message reached my brain, it'd be like, what is that? What is that? It doesn't compute. And I would pass out. Okay, we, we've got to... We're you're not talk getting about... the vitamin C's or D's or oh, zinc I'm... that you need to keep yourself safe. I am. I'm chewing the vitamin C gummies. I'm, I do. Okay. And those are tasty now. Those are just like, that's like candy. Yeah, right? They should give those away at Halloween. Have... They're so delicious. I have the Echinacea one. They're like mm-hmm. grapes. Yeah. Yeah. They're insanely delicious. Okay, we're going to talk about the upside uh, when we come back. We're going to be, be talking about uh, the wonderful. There's oh, this is I'm not being like like Susie Sunshine, but there's a lot of good that's coming out of this, and there's a lot of other cool stuff that's going on. There is an upside, you guys. Stick around. We will be right back. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. He's not going to do it again. He won't do it again. COVID-19. Oh, I swear what I need. (laughs) I had to do one more. Woohoo. Okay, thanks for sticking with us. And I just want to do this at the top of this segment at the top of the C block as they call it in show business make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel go to the loftusparty.com as well sign into that make an account and always check in at the loftus party on Facebook all of that stuff is super important we are reaching uh, a critical mass. We're reaching a, a wonderful spot. This just in. This just in. This happened uh, two days ago, Gimlet. We are over 20,000 people. We're over 20,000 people on on the Facebook. Do you remember when we were when we were struggling to get five? Yeah. You remember I those days? We started at 1,500. Yes. And we're like, oh, it'll be exciting when we have five. Now we have 20,000. Now we have 20,000. I want to do some fundraising stuff in the future. Of course, I'm holding off now because everybody, 
<clears throat> hang on to your money, you know, do what you need to do for you. But holy smoke, it makes such a big difference. It, it makes such a big difference. It's all algorithms, you guys. Uh, two weeks ago, yeah, a week ago, uh, I did uh, a video about uh, the funny side of the quarantine. Uh, and that 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 did pretty well on Facebook. The video I did last night after 20,000 viewers is blowing up, is blowing up. So there's certain uh, levels to this stuff. Now, I ask you to subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel as well because the, the magic number there is 10,000, 10,000 subscribers. We're very close to seven. Once we get to 10,000 subscribers uh, on the YouTube channel, boom. That's when you you pop through that that next layer, and that's when the snowball starts rolling. So the Facebook is going great, the YouTube's going uh, very well, and this is a uh, this is a, a great time to subscribe and make sure you're sharing uh, this stuff and and telling your friends about it. Hey, there's this upbeat, optimistic. You know, it's it's a podcast. There's a website. There's all this stuff. It's all interactive. It's it's all good. So that's a little that's a little plug. Uh, for what we're doing. And and everyone, listen, go to theloftestparty.com. A big hunk of that website is social uh, interaction. You guys can post stuff. A lot of the times what I'll do, I'll just, I'll find an article that I find is interesting or a video that I find is interesting. I copy the link I, I and I just post it. I go, oh, this is something that I think is interesting or fun or funny or sexy or whatever. And I just, th that's it. And so it's like a, a big uh, bulletin board in a way. So that's a lot of fun, and thank you so much. And if you get a chance uh, during quarantine, go to uh, iTunes and and leave a little review. Leave us uh, leave us some stars. That always helps. It's all about the algorithm. And who do you want to hang with? Do you want to hang with like uh, Mister Angry Von Snooty Brainiac Stick in the Butt person, or do you want to hang with uh, the Gimlet and yours truly? Having some fun, having some laughs, but still having uh, something that'll get you thinking and and help you navigate the current political landscape. Here's what we're doing in section three. Here's what we're doing in the C block. Now that we're done with that garbage, I want to talk about some of the upsides to all of this. And first of all, it's starting to come around now. People are starting to realize uh, what a great service the 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 truckers do the people in the railroad industry, everyone who's been getting uh, goods across this country and getting it into the store and working at the factories and doing that, those people are crushing it. Those people are crushing it. And guess what? Their jobs are a lot more important than people used to think. Those people who quietly toil away in the background like the people, the, the dudes who run my convenience store, the dudes who uh, do my 7-Eleven here in the neighborhood, they've been crushing it. Everybody at the supermarket. The, uh, so I just want to give a big shout out to the truck drivers, uh, the people who are making things happen. God bless you. God bless you. You're doing great. You don't see them making stupid imagined videos because they're, they're busy working, keeping people alive. Right. And of course... Uh, the doctors and, and the guys, nurses. Let's open the rest stop. I was going to say, let's open the rest stop so they have a place to go to the bathroom. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh... stop. like that was that was a real problem here a couple days ago. So I'm hoping that got fixed. 
hopefully it did. That's just you're not you're not thinking. You're not thinking when right. you when you go. Oh, we should close down the truck stops and we should close down the rest stops. Mm, I think you kind of need them. Mm, I no. think you kind of need them. Okay. Uh, this is uh, the other unforeseen upside in this, and this goes to like policy stuff. And we were talking about this a little bit last week or the week before, maybe probably last week. But like just seeing all the stuff that we're dependent on uh, on China for. Now I don't know how it's going to shake out. I don't know the uh, the ins and outs of all this stuff. But it, it makes sense to me that we have the ability to make whatever medicine that we need in the event that something like this should happen again. God forbid. Like this this could have been really bad, you guys. This could have been really bad, uh, and it's bad enough already. However. If China decided to go, you know, no, you're not going to get that medica- medication. Do we even have the, the chemicals and, and how would we do that? So we need those factories. I, I don't know uh, how you, you know, oh, China imports at this price and we make it for that price. And how much of this do you have to buy and how much? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. That's a much bigger discussion. But I think we can all agree we need to be able to make these medicines here. Everything. And this is this is. Oh. This is too funny. Well, it's not too funny, but it's like I just put it together. It's like we've talked about this before, uh, and this goes back to like Jordan Peterson. There's certain things that happen, and they just make sense to you. Like you hear something, and it like hits a chord like emotionally in your in your soul. You're just like, oh, yep, that's that seems right to me. <clears throat> and when when Donald Trump back in 2016 is like America first, we got to look out for America first. It's like – he was so right. He was so right. Bring it. We can't just let these manufacturing jobs go overseas. I remember when, and I did a video about this on the on the YouTube channel, when he was like, no, we need to have steel made in America. We need to have steel. And he was taking a bunch of crap for that. And he's like, no, it's for national security because submarines and battleships and all that stuff. And I think that's how he got it through. However, like, we need to be completely self-sufficient I'm talking about completely. I don't want to. I don't want to have to import anything from anywhere unless it should just be a choice. Like, hey, you can get it here, you can get it there. That's in my perfect world. That's my dream world scenario. Uh, maybe I'm being idealistic okay. and naive. No, because let's look at it this way: there have been people calling out the problem with the Chinese making all of these routine medications, like the ones you take. Your family may take for blood pressure and other things. Yeah. Um, he had a problem back in 2018 where the Chinese had um, made a common blood pressure pill with a carcinogen in it. Oof. And it had to be recalled and everything else. If you don't, like, I don't trust them. I call that a dry run, right? If yeah. you want to, like, make a ton of Americans sick, uh, screw with Lasix, a very common diuretic. Yeah. Figure out what the most common blood prescribed generic blood pressure medication is. Mess with it. Or how about how about drugs for depression? We need right? all of that. Yes, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. <clears throat> we can't just be uh, we can't just be one giant Disneyland and Ramada N, where other people come on vacation. And <laughs> no, we 
We can't we can't make the bulk of we our need money to off make of stuff. Yes. If you don't make stuff, then you're lost. Then you're completely lost. And now we're seeing that now. And this was like literally Even, like, uh, this is like a glancing blow. This whole gal. thing is Yes. <clears throat> all of it. We all gave of away it, the textile it. industry. We don't even make that. We don't even make the material here anymore. Ooh, the textile That's mills were mothballed decades ago. Well, that was one of the first industries to leave our shores. Well, and then I guess you could blame capitalism for that. But this is just one of those. I, I, I honestly think we need to blame full. And, and I don't even want to say blame. Well, maybe I do. Maybe sure, I go do. for it. I think we can blame people who had a certain amount of means, who saw a huge potential market over in China and wanted to capitalize on it. And one of the way you capitalize on a billion people, right, is to make yeah. them wealthier. Um, well, 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 the, well. The, the, I think it's a bit more basic than that. Advantage. Hold on, hold on. You can... Listen, if you can make if you can make Levi's jeans, and I, I don't know that this is happening. I was t- picking it as an example. If you can make Levi's jeans for you know ten dollars a pair here, or you can make them for two dollars a pair in China, that's right. You you just make them in China. Well, you know, in the eighties, that might have been the case, but the wages have gone up so much in China. When you add in the cost of capital, the the opportunity cost because the Chinese government is your partner in any manufacturing facility you put over there and they can just shut off the lights. Yeah. Like if they get pissed at you, they just shut off the lights and they don't come on for four months. So you're taking on a tremendous amount of risk dealing with that kind of regime that the $8 used to be worth, but your $8 are probably down to more like $3 right now. Yes. Yes, but you're still going to so squeeze for that three bucks. That, that, that still... wage incentive isn't there anymore. Well, it's slowly going away, but hey, three bucks is three bucks. If you're, it'll be a but while before they catch up. Per hour. Yeah. Well, make more jeans per hour over here, then that kind of goes away too. So it is the I mean, great it, conundrum of our times, and that we're going to have to figure yes. it out. Decouple, 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 decouple. Yeah, I want China to go back to being the hermit nation and agrarian society it always was until its own people get sick enough of this crap that they take that regime apart. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I really, I was thinking about this the other day because we were, we said you said something similar last week on the podcast. I think that ship has sailed. We will see, probably, uh, because it is that weird of hybrid. Uh, capitalism, communism, but I just don't know if everybody can decouple as quickly as we would like them to. I mean, thank goodness the you know the British went for breakfast, break breakfast, uh, Brexit. But like, how much stuff do they still have to import? It'll it'll be weird to see how it shakes out. It it really be interesting and hopefully good. I think it's good for us. I mean, we we know this. We know that America, we can do it. We can do it. And we just, we have to, I don't know if it's a, if it's a, is it a defense thing? Is it, it's, is it an infrastructure thing? Is the government, here's what I don't want. I don't want like government subsidized. It is national security. There you go. Precisely. It's a national security thing. And and that little thing that Donald Trump did this week, that defense production act, 
Yeah. What was that all about? Well, that is an expansive order like nobody's business. That allows the executive branch of our government to basically direct all industries within the within the United States. He can force overtime. He can set wages. He can he can do a lot of stuff. And he's trying to let companies he can he's trying to let it's a wartime bill is what it is. Yeah. He's trying to let companies come to the table like GM did and offer to make ventilators, like Haynes did and offer to make masks, right? He's trying to let these big companies come to the table and say, well, retrofit to do this and keep people working. Good idea, right? So yes. he's not exercising a lot of those powers. It gives him some control over the supply chain. It also gives him the ability to um, to use... Uh, like the the naval hospital ships, and one to New York, and one to California. Um, All right, I, I get I get from nervous. a national security from a national security perspective, he can look at Pfizer and go, "You are now going to make these six drugs in the United States at least fifty percent of your total volume. You can no longer keep a hundred percent of this volume overseas because this is a critical drug." All right, we are talking be very, about, very careful talking with about that. The antibiotic, we got to be very careful with that. I'm into it. I'm into when it. When we're gotta... talking about antibiotics, we don't even have we don't even have the raw materials to make them anymore. That's what I was saying. We lost that that's... in 2004. Yeah, that's a terrifying. Yeah. It's a heck of a wake up call for us. It's a heck of a wake up call, and that is like when 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 Trump was saying. America first. That's one of those things that just resonated in your gut. You're like, yeah, it just doesn't seem like we make anything anymore. So I've been overjoyed that the manufacturing jobs are kind of coming back. And it looks like, <clears throat> I'm not even kidding you guys, big picture. Get, think of the big picture. This this is like a wake-up call. As bad as it is now, it could have been so much worse. So much worse. This is the... This is that this is that first alarm going off on your uh, your iPhone, right? When you set the alarm, you can either hit snooze or you can wake up. Hopefully, we're waking up. And we're not hitting snooze. The uh, speaking of my my iPhone, oh my gosh! You know how they give you that uh, that your screen time thing at the end of the week? Like, hey, your screen time was yeah. down. Your wow, my my screen not time was week. insane. <laughs> My screen time was insane. Right? Oh, it made me feel bad. I should that that should be the workout. Like you have to do if your screen time was up, you know, sixty percent, you should have to do sixty sit ups or sixty push ups. That should be the exercise uh, regimen. Oh my gosh! The other upside to all this, we are going to get mm-hmm. to see. We're going to get to see exactly what everyone's hair color is. It's it's funny. You can oh, see that. You can oh, see this. You can see the subtle changes already on these newscasters. It's coming. It's coming. You got like another another really? week for real. Like, listen, if you were if you're a brunette and you're trying to fool people, you might as well just go brunette now. It's happening. The, there's well, there's no avoiding it. Go to the store and get it from a box. Yes, they can. Right, but it's not going to look the same. It's not going to look uh, the true. same. I've already seen some. Uh, listen, I've seen some people on the news recently. They must be doing their own makeup. You know, God bless them. 
Uh, that's not the easiest. <laughs> thing. That's not the easiest. No, thing to not do. for lighting. It's right, and you see these people, and like, wow, are you getting ready for a vaudeville show in 1919? Like, what are you doing? Calm down with the blush. Calm down, blush. Oh my goodness. Here's the uh, the other upside to this whole thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm playing the guitar more and more. I'm literally there's like so much stuff that I have to do, but if I don't, this is gonna sound so. Uh, weak and so millennial or whatever, but like I, I, I forgot because I, I was playing the guitar and practicing and doing really good uh, a while back and then it kind of drifted away and you get busy with other stuff. Now I'm like carving out the 20 minutes a night. This is the perfect time, you guys. This is the perfect time. If you want to write the great American novel, get started on it now. This is like, there's a lot of blessings that come with this stuff. And, and I'm seeing there's a lot of cool uh, stuff that, 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 that people are doing. Pick up a musical instrument. Learn how to play. There's courses online that you can do for free. My buddy uh, Brian Hayner, whose uh, son uh, started the band or is in the band uh, Avenge Sevenfold, they have a school that's completely free. It's on, it's on uh, YouTube. You can learn how to play the guitar. You can pick up a musical instrument. Write the great American novel. Write poetry. Uh, I saw one of our friends on on Twitter. I can't remember her name, but uh, started like refinishing furniture, and it, it's just like there's so much cool stuff. Because like, here's the deal: um, all these people, and I kind of feel bad for them in a way. Not to say that I'm better than anyone. Everyone's different. Everybody's going through their own stuff. But like, all these people are like, "Hey, I just binge watched this on Amazon. What should I binge watch next?" Maybe they're just trying like to churn for followers because that's one of the easiest way to, you know, you ask an open-ended question like that and you get people to chime in. But like, really? You've got uh the the government is telling you stay home. You have to stay home for like uh, at least a couple of weeks and you're going to waste that time? Like I I can understand you want to watch some stuff on TV. We are in the golden age of television. There's great stuff on TV. But I'm begging you, don't use all your time for that. Do something that, like, towards self-improvement, you know? Like, you're like, hey, you're out riding your bike doing, uh, you know, 15, 16 miles, whatever. People work out, read a book, write a book, do something. Because, like, here, here's the deal. A lot of people in, across this nation are about... To discover that they're boring. They're about to discover that they're extremely boring. And what a horrible moment that has to be. But you can push through it. There's going to be that moment where you sit around the table and you're like, holy crap, I'm boring. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't read I'm any. Bored. Like, I no longer know how to entertain myself. Yeah. Well, now is the time. This is a huge opportunity. You can push right through it. But you can make uh, you can make stuff, do stuff. There, there, there's a ton, uh, and and uh, now would be the perfect time for. I've got a whole list that I've written at theloftestparty.com. But no, I don't. You'll have to go elsewhere. Screw you. Uh, oh, but you can check this out. I did a little video with uh, my buddy Kevin James recently. It's like a little uh, one minute long uh, sitcom, and it's uh, it's very it's odd. It's called Hopes and Dreams, and uh, it's 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 about a guy, two guys that work together in an office, uh, and and one guy 
is always going to have uh, like a big thing. And then his buddy played by me is always going to be uh, reality. So it's fun. It's funny. Uh, it's different. And I, I like Kevin's so funny in it. Just the look on his face makes me laugh so hard. So you guys, that's our show. Um, hopefully you're all doing well. Hopefully you're all thriving. There's tons of stuff to do. It's wonderful. Thank you so much for being here with us. Tell your friends, uh, because this is going to pass. This is going to be over, uh, very soon. It's going to be back to situation normal. And the more people that we have, the bigger our circle is, the more we can influence, uh, the outcomes of things. Whoever gets the most votes wins. So I want to uh, circle the wagons with the cool people. And guess what, gentle listeners? You are the cool people. And we can uh, start to make some changes and make sure that the good guys win. Have a great rest of your week. Tuesdays is a new video. Saturday is a new video. The cast, the website, all of it. I love you. I'll talk to you later.